0: Welcome to Shred's Takes Podcast Show. Um, I'm your host, Michael Shredder. I'm joined by a family friend of mine, uh, Pete Myers. He's a really good family friend of my dad's, and uh, he's here to talk some hockey, um, specifically just different stuff from the trade deadline to the Rangers and Islanders, because he's a local New York guy, and also just, uh, you know, kind of other things like the, you know, the um, who's going to look like a championship level team in the NHL. So Mr. Myers, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Mike.
0: Absolutely. So first question, right? The NHL trade deadline happened on Monday. That was when the de- deadline occurred. Um, a lot of interesting stuff occurred from that, right? I look at teams like Tampa Bay, Detroit Red Wings, uh, the Maple Leafs, the Capitals as teams that definitely did really well in that deadline. Um, and I, I think the Oilers, the, the Winnipeg Jets, and the Hurricanes didn't really do at, or make the most out of that trade deadline. Talk to me a little bit, a little bit to me about your thoughts about the trade deadline. Who were the winners and losers, in your opinion? And uh, how does that make them look as the season progresses?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think the, the Bolts, the Lightning are going to be uh, tough to stop. They, they acquired David Savard. Obviously, they had a very deep um <clears throat> bench to begin with. And uh, in my view, they have the best goalie in the league. And so they're certainly um, uh, a favorite to repeat. Um, I, I would uh, note, however, that the avalanche look very good this year. And <clears throat> they've uh, they sort of plugged their weakness in the trade deadline by acquiring Dubnik. I think they uh, the goaltender position has been a question mark for the Avs all season long. In addition to uh, to, uh, to picking up Soderbergh, they picked up dubnick and I think that's a that's a that's a key acquisition. So the Avs just might be the team to beat here uh, moving into the playoffs. <clears throat> I would also note that uh, the Caps were the other side of the Detroit trade. Picking up Mantha was a a, um, a a a risky, perhaps, but a uh, I think a, a good acquisition for them. Mantha doesn't always play every night. He doesn't. Uh, he's a little bit of a head case. I think he needs to mature a little bit, but he's a big boy. Um, when he wants to play, he can put the puck in the net. And he showed that actually this his first game with the Caps. Um, <clears throat> you know, frankly, I think that um, the Pens pl- plugged a hole in acquiring uh, Jeff Carter. Uh, obviously, he's, uh, he's a little bit old at this point, but uh, he can still play. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit biased here, but um, I still think the Islanders are um, are, are going to be a, a force here in the playoffs. Um they, uh, they were a bit quiet here um, at, uh, at the deadline, although bear in mind they had just acquired <clears throat> from the Devils um, two players that uh, I think are going to help uh, in terms of uh, providing some depth scoring. And so uh, the Islanders are going to be a, uh, a threat. They, they, they are, in my opinion, the best defensive team in the league, um, and, and they have some solid goaltending. And in picking up uh, particularly um, <clears throat> Palmieri, I think Palmieri is a very interesting pickup for the Islanders. He's, um he, we needed a, a first line left winger, obviously, with uh, Anders Lee going down with a, an injury. Uh, he's a Long Island kid, by the way, from Smithtown. Um, and he can skate. Um, he can, he's a fast skater. And so we finally have someone who can skate with Barzell on that top line and, and we know we can finish. And so um, <clears throat> I think Paul Mary was a good acquisition uh, for the Islanders. Um, also Zajac, obviously, well past his prime. But he's a right shot center. He plays all three zones. He can play special teams. And so I think that was a solid uh, acquisition. Um, in exchange, of course, we gave up uh, the first round pick in 2021. But candidly, that's going to be a pretty low pick. So um, good trade, I think, um, for the Islanders. And, um, and so I, I, think, uh, I think the Islanders are going to have a, a reasonable shot to, to get to the, uh, the, the conference finals as they did, uh, did last year.
0: So let's uh, let's shift over to the format of the playoffs for hockey, right? It's it's a it's different than it has been in past years in the sense that there's still 16 teams, but the top four teams from each division get a chance to be in the playoffs. As well as after you know the first round, the teams get reseeded based on the regular season points. Do you like this format, or do you think it kind of takes away from the uh, good things of hockey because it doesn't really give a great chance for a lot of wild card teams to get in there? I think and make some noise. I, I think that. I'm not a big fan of the format, but uh, I don't know how you feel about it.
1: Well, you know, the benefit of the uh, of this format is that there's going to be some pretty intense um, series. The first two rounds, as you note, are are within the division. And so those will be those um, rivalries have been heating up all season, of course, because in this particular season. It was a 56-game regular season, and also uh, there was no uh, play outside the division. So there's some pretty uh, interesting rivalries building within the division. I think it'll make it uh, make it make it a lot of fun for the, the those first two series. Um, now the downside is, uh, look clearly the North uh, division, which is to say the Canadian teams, the seven Canadian teams, that, that's a weak division, and and so I, Toronto will make it out of that division. Um, I. It'll be very interesting to see how Toronto does once they get out of the division. Because as you note, once uh, the team gets out of the division, um, you've got the four remaining teams at that point and they are reseeded based on regular season schedule. But uh, Toronto is going to have, um, I believe, perhaps a rude awakening. You know, candidly, they've had a pretty soft schedule because all they've played are, of course, the Canadian teams. And um, they have acquired Felino, Nash, and Galchenyuk. Um, here at the trade deadline. I actually like all those deals uh, for the Leafs. Uh, they have not bolstered their D. And so, and they're not a very physical team. I, I, it'll be very interesting to see. So I think there's good and there's bad about the, um, the unique playoff format uh, for, the, for this year, Mike.
0: Let's shift over to uh, the Islanders. And look, the things I've definitely gathered from looking at the, the, the different stuff through statistics on the Islanders so far is. Their defense is fantastic, right? They have a very high point differential. They're seconds in saving percentage and they have players like Matt Martin, Noah Dobson, Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, they, you know, they got Kyle Palmieri as you said and uh, Travis Zajac. Um, so talk a little bit about look, let's talk about the um, the drivers of the Islanders' success, right? Is it primarily just, just their defense that you think is the reason why they've been so good or do you attribute it to other things as well?
1: Well, it's interesting because the year after the Islanders lost John Tavares, who at the time was one of the best forwards in the league, the year after that, and bear in mind, they got nothing in return because Tavares signed as a free agent with Toronto. The Islanders didn't trade him. Um, that was a disaster. But uh, ironically enough, the Islanders became better. And um I have to say a lot of it is attributable to the new coach uh, uh, in, in Barry Trotz. His, his defensive system really changed uh, the way they, uh, they they play the game. And they have some fast strike offense on that first line, but for the most part, the Islanders are a shutdown defense team. And, and um, they have not a lot of change in the roster since uh, – other than losing to Vars so in the last three years, and, and yet they've dramatically improved. So as I said earlier, I think that the best uh, defensive team in the league, um, Polak, Dobson, Letty uh, are folks who, who bring some offensive upside from the blue line, um, but but all 6D and they're, they're remarkably stable in that top 6D um, are, uh, are very solid players, and it's a great system that they play. Um, <clears throat> and, and as I said earlier, I think the goal production is at the margin enhanced with uh, Zajac and, and Palmieri. Um, what, what's interesting, um, the Islanders have an interesting predic- predicament here moving into the last, uh, the last few weeks of the season, which is um, I do believe the Islanders will do quite well in the playoffs, but it would not shock me if they slid in the standings. Right now, they're second in the division, um, and Pittsburgh and Boston are, are right behind them. Um, what's really noteworthy, in my opinion, is the strength of schedule for the Bruins and the Pens, and so the Bruins have 16 games remaining, which, by the way, means they have two games at hand on the Islanders. But also, it's important to note that the Bruins, of the 16 games, seven against the Sabres, two against the Devils, both weak teams. Um, the Pens have 14 games remaining, so the same number of games as the Islanders. Um, but of those 14, they have four against the Sabres and three against the Devils. And so I think you could see um, the Bruins and the Pens, you um, overtake the Islanders in the standings um, down here, you know, in in the home stretch, which would be unfortunate. But um, I I, look, they'll make the playoffs. Um, I I don't see those top four teams in the East, which is to say the Caps, the Islanders, the Pens and the Bruins. I don't see um, any shift in terms of, um, um, I don't think any one of those drop out. Uh, The Rangers are too far behind in my opinion um, at this point. So I think those are the four teams in the uh, in that Eastern Division that 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 make the playoffs. But you, I believe you, you could see some movement. I think the Bruins and the Pens are going to be dangerous here in, in the last uh, uh, fourteen to sixteen games of the season, as it as it were. So it'll be um, it'll be an interesting race to the finish.
0: So you did touch on this earlier when we talked about the trade deadline, but give me kind of a review of how you think the Islanders did because. Look, the Islanders obviously are with those four teams, right? That's that. That's a difficult stretch in terms of when, how they're playing toward the end of the season. The strength of schedule is definitely tougher for them as compared, as you said, for the Bruins and the Penguins. Talk about how you felt about the trade deadline. As the, Do they address any of the needs that you think, uh, you know, could plague them as the season goes on?
1: In part. Uh, picking up Palmieri and Zajac, I think that adds scoring at the margin. Maybe I'm wrong about Palmieri. He could be a 30-girl scorer, but um, – I I don't think they just picked up Mike Bossy. I I like Paul Murray, it's a good trade. Uh, As I say, he's a Long Island kid, he's fast, he can skate with Barzell, and not many many people can. But um, the Islanders, frankly, still need more offensive firepower. And and when it comes time to play against uh, uh, the Lightning, who ousted them a year ago, um, or the Avalanche, I think you're going to see that deficit in goal production is is going to hurt the Islanders. Um, We were daydreaming as Islanders fans, of course, about acquiring Taylor Hall. That um, did not happen. The Bruins acquired Taylor Hall. Um, look, Hall was a an MVP of the league three years ago with the Devils. He's clearly a skilled young man. He's not played well in the last few years. Um, and so um, the Bruins took a shot at him. Uh, frankly, uh, many Islanders fans were hoping the Islanders would take a shot at Hall. They did not. Um, you know, we mentioned earlier that Jeff Carter, he can still play. The Pens picked him up. Uh, we were all hoping, not quite but most of us were hoping the Islanders would get a look at Mike Hoffman, um, the Bru- of the Blues, and, and they did not pick him up. And so um, I think the fans are a little disappointed that we didn't pick up a little more offensive firepower. But, you know, I'm not confused about uh, Hoffman and Hall as far as being two-way players. They're not. They're pure offense. But um, given the way the Islanders play the game, uh, we sometimes have trouble scoring. And, and so um, it, it – I think most Islanders fans w- would have hoped uh, the Islanders would have picked up another uh, winger or two.
0: So uh, New York Rangers right there, like, as you said, way too far behind the standings from your vantage point to say that they can cast that top four. And they've been kind of like that middle of the pack team, at least uh, for a little while, right? Like obviously the devils have gotten a lot worse back in like the early 2000s. The devils were really good. They're not quite there, but the Rangers are a middle of back team. And, and, you know, I think for a lot of Rangers fans, that's, dis- that's disappointing. Cause you can even look, you know, four or five years ago. And that team was, you know, a, a good team. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, why you think that is and what will cause them or allow them to break out of being kind of a mediocre team and actually become a contender again in hockey.
1: I think the Rangers will be there in a couple of years. As I said, they won't make the playoffs this year. Um, but the the Rangers resemble the Avalanche from a couple of years ago. A lot of speed, a lot of youth, um, maybe some goaltending question marks. Although their Russian duo um, seems to be uh, it seems to be quite solid, and uh, boy, they're fun to watch. I have to say that the Rangers play with a lot of pace. Um, they have a lot of speed up and down that lineup, and and so I believe the Rangers will be a contender. I think they have the pieces in place um, to. Uh, to really be a force over the next couple of years. They're, they're still a little young and a little inexperienced. There's still a lot of mistakes being made. Um, but in terms of pure talent, they've actually put together quite a roster. Uh, watch this young man Fox on the blue line for the, uh, the Rangers. He's a dynamic blue line uh, player. And, and, um, and of course they have, uh, they have plenty of talent up front, including uh, notably um, Panarin. Um, and Kreider, who uh, continues to produce, um, and uh, and of course Mika um, uh, Z- um, uh, uh, Zvinijad. So the, the Rangers have the pieces in place. I, I do think they'll be a contender in in the years to come, and and that's probably why they didn't tinker too much with their with their roster this time ta- this time around.
0: So I, I, I was thinking uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you about the devils. And I wanted to hear that because I, you know, when I was younger, I used to, you know, I, I went to a devils game with someone, you know, some like like a group, I, like a Boy Scout group I did when I was younger. Um, you know, obviously they, they used to be really good, um, but obviously right now they're, they're not, they're, they're not a very good team. Um, and that can be attributed to a lot of different things, right? But I don't think they, they, they play uh, a very, you know, clean game. I, I just think that a lot of their areas are just not very good, um, at all. Um, but obviously, you know, you, you look at that, that team and you can say like, look, they used to be a contender. Uh, maybe they can get it together in a few years, but talk about why they've been so poor recently, especially not just this year, but they've been bad for a couple of years now. Um, and talk about why you think that is. And then it go, it, you know, attributed to look like the Rangers, right? The Rangers have some sort of ceiling of being good. Do the Devils have that ceiling, or are they just going to be a mediocre to bottom-end team for a little while until they can figure out uh, how to get better free, act, free agent acquisitions?
1: Look, I, I think the Islanders are built to win now. I think the Rangers will be a winning team in the next couple of years. The, the, the Devils are moving into rebuild mode. Their prospects have not panned out, frankly. Um, so there's been a lot of disappointment. Uh, look, Jack Hughes is a first-round pick. Now, bear in mind, he was 18 when he entered the league, not too many 18 years old 18-year-olds can, uh, can, can perform in the NHL. Um, so he needs a little, a little bit of time. But um, Jack Hughes on the ice, you can see the, the differential in, the, uh, in, in the, the shot opportunities when he's on the ice. He is a very good player. Um, he's gotten bigger and stronger on the puck. He's going to be a great player. Some of the other uh, prospects of the double system have not panned out. And so I'm not ready to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to describe Jack Hughes as a failure. I think he's going to be quite good. Um, but some of the other players they they built up through the system have not panned out. They, and then they they took some uh, risks on on Gusev, for example. that did not work out. He was waived. Um, and so the 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 devils have um, they, they've made some bets in their system that uh, that have just not panned out well, and they're going to need to rebuild.
0: Yeah, um, Let's look at the look the the team that you think is best positioned to win the NHL Stanley Cup. I, I got a few teams uh, in mind, so you can you know react to this and then give me your uh, list of potential uh, teams as well. So as we mentioned earlier, I think the Avalanche right now I am picking them to be the uh, Stanley Cup champs, and I think they 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 have they fixed their defensive needs um, with acquiring uh, Dubnik um, at goalie, so I think that really helped them out. I think look adding guys like Jonas Johansson, uh, Philip. Drew Bauer, I think has, has a lot of great upside and potential too. And he's, he's also been very good uh, this season as well. He's been one of the best players in hockey. Uh, I just think they have a lot of, you know, talent around. I think they're very balanced. And I think that's important to have, honestly, like, look, I mean, I'm a basketball player, but I mean, it's important to have any championship kind of, uh, you know, team, you got to have balance on, on both sides of the ball. You can't just be strictly good at one thing, I think, to win. Um, you can look at teams like the Capitals too. I mean, they have a lot of, they got, you know, um, Anthony Amantha, who can be, you know, uh, you know, a good pickup, but like, like you said, you know, he's, he's come from a losing culture um, and didn't really always have the greatest reliability. Um, and I think, you know, you can look at teams, even like the, the Hurricanes, even though they didn't acquire a lot of people in, uh, the tr- you know, free agency, they've been consistently one of the best teams in hockey this year. So um, I would say the Avalanche and Capitals and uh, I would say Vegas um, are like my top three. And then I say a sleeper is the Hurricanes. Your reaction to that and then who do you think uh, are the is your, your favorite to win the uh, Stanley Cup?
1: Well, look, the Lightning are going to be a tough out. There's no question about that. But I do think the Avalanche um, are going to, uh, I, if I had to bet, I would bet on the Avalanche this year. Uh, that first line of uh Rent and Landon, Skog and McKinnon play with so much pace and, and, and are so productive. Um, and as you said, they, they've plugged a lot of the holes. I, I think the Avalanche are going to be really tough to beat this year um vegas still is still a good team as well I, I think they'll they'll be a tough team to play against um I, I agree with that the hurricanes can't be counted out um they they have a ton of talent um the you know dougie hamilton's having a great year again and so um i, I think that uh, i i agree with what you've said I'm, I'm hoping of course that the islanders as a fan that the islanders are going to be a real force in the playoffs i believe the islanders will get out of the division i think they will win those first two games i think they'll be um, it, it, of course, there is no conference final this year, but they, they'll, they'll make it to that third series, in my opinion. Um, and uh, of course, I have no idea who they're going to play because it, it'll be receded after uh, after the uh, the teams get out of the division. But um, I'm, I'm hoping that the Islanders make it to that third series. I do think the Avalanche are going to be a really tough out this year. Um, you know, capture a bit of a wild card. I mean, they, the, the, the Capitals, uh, the, the, this kid, Mantha, if he comes to play uh, and he plays on that left side, With uh, you know, with uh, or either wing really, with with Ovechkin um, and Backstrom for example, that that is going to be an interesting team to to play. They 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 play a heavy game. Um, Obviously, they the best goal scorer in our generation is um, still very, very productive. Um, one might argue probably will surpass Gretzky's goal record. That'll be interesting to watch, but um, the Caps are gonna be a tough team to play against. So uh, this is gonna be a fun playoffs so in, in in, my view. And by the way, the Penguins aren't dead yet either. The, the, the Penguins are, um, they're built to win now, obviously. Um, and uh, they have no prospects. They haven't had a, a, I can't remember last time I saw the Penguins draft anyone in the first round. Um, since they've been built to win and they've been trading away their prospects. So, um, there's only so many more years you're going to get out of that, uh, that core I'll say with Latang and, and Malkin and Crosby. Um, now they've been very successful, of course, but, uh, they want to win another. So this is the time for them too. um, there, there, there's going to be no easy outs here. I think, uh, I think in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Um, look, I want to appreciate you for taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, definitely, uh, the NHL has a lot of excitement, um, that I think a lot of people, especially, you know, a lot of hockey fans are definitely excited about it. Um, and hopefully for your Islanders, they can, uh, you know, have, have some good playoff success. Um, but I just wanted to at least appreciate you for, uh, coming on and, uh, enlightening us with, with some good hockey information. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. And one more point I'd make is uh, just bear in mind that the Bruins were very, very interested in Palmieri. And so in acquiring Palmieri, we stripped away some of the uh, potential additions to the Bruins. And the the Bruins, I didn't mention, but I, I should just spend a minute on them, which is they're obviously a great defensive team. They have a great first line. They struggle with depth scoring. Um, and so I don't, I, they acquired Taylor Hall, as we talked about, and then maybe he can be the second line, um, to play with Crutchy, but the, the, uh, the Bruins have had trouble scoring goals. Um, so, uh, so we shall see, but thanks for your time, Mike. This is fun.
0: Yeah, thank you. I, I had a great time as well. So, um, thank you again and I uh, hope to see you soon for sure.
1: Okay. Thanks, Mike.
0: Mm-hmm.